world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. In this very special episode of Parents Are Hard to Raise, Diane talks with two accidental celebrities, her parents Annette and Joe, about life, aging, and their advice for children of aging parents. Welcome to Parents Are Hard to Raise helping families grow older together without losing their minds. I'm elder care expert Diane Berardi. So I have two great guests with me today. My mom and dad, Annette and Joe, or as my brother famously and lovingly calls them, Cuffin Link. But we, we don't know who is who. So mom, say hello. Hello there. <laughs> Dad, say hello. <laughs> Boy, some hello that was. <laughs> so, so um, my mom and dad are, you know, I've, I've talked a little bit about them, just any little health issues they might, might have had, but I say my mom is going to be 89, my dad is going to be 90, they're going to be married for 65 years. So how do you guys feel? <laughs> Old. <laughs> Ancient. No. No, we're fine. We're fine. You know, Carol and I, my sister, we were talking, I guess, about a week ago, and we were saying, oh, my gosh, do you remember when we had a 60th surprise party for for my father? And, and we were like, that's when we thought 60 was old. Ancient. <laughs> right? But now he's going to be 90. And really, we were saying we're really lucky. We're really fortunate because, you know... You we lasted so long. <laughs> That's right. you, it's true. You guys are in great shape, really. What do you attribute it to? What do you think? We keep busy. Yeah. I belong to clubs. Dad belongs to clubs <laughs> with Augie. You know. um, so it's every week, aside from the doctors, you know. Yeah. But we try to keep busy, and I think that's what's keeps us going. I do too. I know. think, yeah. Amongst the aches and pains, but, you know, we live with them like everybody else, and uh, we, uh, we, we we keep our hobbies. We, we love it. I mean, um, we go down to Atlantic City whenever we could, and uh, that gives us, you know... Yeah, you get out, you socialize. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I go to bingo, and I, you know, I have friends, he has friends, and, I, you know, and this keeps us going. It does, it definitely does. We don't think about old age. <laughs> Which is good, right? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, ha I keep, I reminded you that you're going to be 90, but really, yeah. you don't feel it, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we feel it. <laughs> yeah, no question about it. But every day he says no parties. <laughs> he doesn't want to party. He he threatens me. <laughs> That's right. You no guys parties. look good. Thank we, you. We yeah. attributed to well water 
and vitamins. See? Right? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. right. Well, yeah, you always took care of yourself. You took vitamins, and you remained active. Well, that's, that's after I developed asthma back in the 80s, so I started then. But he eats right. He eats a lot of veggies, lots of veggies, yeah. all different kinds of veggies, and, you know, garlic, olive oil, you know, you, your diet means a lot. Yeah, it does. And I kiss grandma, and she don't like it. <laughs> so there you <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> so we, we as kids, you know, because your your parents lived in their eighties, right? I mean, right? Grandpa was eighty nine. Your um, my mom died young, but uh, um, my father he was a little older. But uh, my sisters. I have a sister that's going to be 98, April 25th. Right, yeah. And uh, my other sister died at 95. My brother died at 95. So, you know, there is longevity in the yeah. family. And yeah. Thank God. But, uh, you know, we we do the best we could. You're, well, you're doing good. I've got three good kids. We have three good kids. Oh, that, yeah. that, that helps. And grandkids and great-grandkids. Yep, that's right. And I'm the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, she's the good one. <laughs> Carol can't hear that. <laughs> it was a fun day here today. <laughs> we, we, right. we did nothing but eat. <laughs> that's what we do a lot. Yeah. You know, we... Kids, we worry, you know, we worry about, you know, we're, it's kind of funny because, you know, growing up like you guys, you stayed close to your parents in the same vicinity, you yeah, know, the same yeah. areas. Um, so with us, I guess with our generation, everybody's kind of spread out. Right. And so we worry, what do we do? What happens? You yeah. know, and we take a day at a time. I know. We, we can't worry. Um, we try to help we, each other. Yeah, we, we we try to be very, very careful not falling in the house Good. because at our age, you turn around and you could lose your balance. That's you it. Know? Yep. And that's one of the big things we worry about. Yeah. So we try to be careful. What advice do you have for uh, kids? I mean, you know, like, for instance, like my brother and sister are both in Texas, so I'm here and you guys are here. I mean, I'm about an hour and a half away from you. So we always... We worry about okay, so what happens? We have to, we feel like we have to protect you, you know. And well, we, well, let me tell you, we have very good friends and very good neighbors. You do, I mean, yes. Like when Daddy was rushed to the hospital, they came right across the street and they pitched right in, and they're wonderful, and we're we're wonderful to them. So it works both ways, yeah. you know. And uh, so we have good neighbors, and uh, you know, so. Uh, and then you and Sandy came up within the hour, so right. God bless you all. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone tries. I mean, we, you know, yeah. because, and we were just talking about that. Someone we know, you know, their mom moved in with, um, you know, her son and daughter-in-law, and then she was, she used to love to cook and bake, and then she couldn't anymore because she lived, you know, just in kind of one, one room, room, and that makes and it hard. So you don't, we don't want to... We, we don't want you to move out of your home, right? You want to stay we, in your... Definitely. Yeah. We don't want to be a burden to anyone. And, and, and you know, when you're used to your own home and cooking your way, you, you know, it's it's tough That's to right. just yeah. go and live with your children and just live in one room. So you got to try to keep up and try to do the best you could. Yeah. 
but uh, you do what life hands you. You know, you, you just pray a lot and uh, you try to get along. Try to do. We, we help each other, you know. Yeah, uh, you do. Right. Um, and the neighbors are wonderful. I mean, we had the nor'easter and we, we looked out and our driveway was shoveled. Which was great. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have, because, he, you know, he had a backache. And <clears throat> so, so uh, things work out, you know, things work out. They do. I was saying that last week, you always should, we, you know, we as kids, we, which you guys have, if, if we plan where you have a backup, you have three backups. So if something, you know, if something goes wrong or something happens and your kids aren't in the area, your kids can't get to you, there's other people Right. You know, that can help you help until your kids can get there. Or exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah. We have, we have good friends. And, um, so how'd you guys, so how'd you guys meet? You were married for 65 years. <laughs> at a wedding. You did. Yeah. At so, a wedding. Yeah. At so were wedding. you both at the wedding? I crashed the wedding. <laughs> no, because I was in a band. I played piano. And <gasps> we went to see the saxophone player. Who happened to play with this other band at this wedding? Crashed the wedding. That's how I met. <laughs> and my girlfriend Gloria was a bridesmaid for her cousin, and uh, Marie and I were invited to the wedding, and that's how we met. Ah. Yeah. And then you went out on a date. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. And then we broke up because. <laughs> oh, oh 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 oh! You're on the radio, Chuck. I didn't give her nothing for Valentine's Day. Yeah, so I broke up. <laughs> but you have to understand, my parents were immigrants, yeah. and the way they were brought up in the house, I never even knew when they had an anniversary, a birthday, and they only uh, celebrated mine. Really? So I didn't know anything, and I didn't know anything about Valentine's Day and buying gifts stuff like that. <laughs> I was kind of ignorant. He was the only child. Yeah. And you came from how many? A you family have... of 12. <laughs> 10 <laughs> children. Be for me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the only child. So that must have been shell shock when he came to your family. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't get in the house for six months because I'd pull up and she was ready. <laughs> because I'd have to introduce him to the whole family. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. There was a it little. It was too much. Yeah. Too much. And then we broke up for like seven months and then I met him at another wedding. Oh, in, you're in kidding. Her. No, it was another wedding. Wow. So I was forgiven for the <laughs> discretion. <laughs> so then I bet you never forgot Valentine's Day after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 now he goes to me, what do you, uh, don't buy me anything. <laughs> Please, don't buy me anything. I don't need anything. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, well, what's your secret for 65 years? Um, uh. <laughs> cooking. I was going to stop cooking at the age of 70. <laughs> that didn't happen. And besides that, I call on her the general because she says something, <laughs> I have to listen. <laughs> so yeah, we're in the airport. He's got every, every, you know, every guy there at the stand that inspects your baggage yeah. and everything. Did you see the general? He lost <laughs> me. <laughs> And so finally we go check in and they go, oh, I see the generals here. So, <laughs> God. Yeah, he was, he's too much. He is. But you know what? We get along. Yeah, you do. We do. Well. When she don't, don't yell at me. <laughs> well, that's a little part Which of is every day. <laughs> so, so tell them about your honeymoon and the, 
<coughs> where you recommend? No, <laughs> no. People would love to hear that we, we got married, and we got married June seventh, and 1953. Very good. <laughs> and and. We had a wedding at the Casaman in Teaneck, a dinner, and then we went home, changed, and we drove to Newark, which at that time, the uh, Essex House in Newark was the biggest hotel in the whole vicinity. Yeah. And so he made arrangements, you know, first night, and we were driving to Florida. And we pull in the parking lot, and I figured we were married five and a half hours, and I said, this is going to be the quickest divorce ever. I look at the marquee, and it says sex house. I said, I'm not going in there. It said sex house. I'm not going. No, but you don't understand. It's the Essex house. I, no, but you don't understand. That marquee says sex house. Well, we argued for a half hour, and I said, this is going to be the quickest divorce, five and a half hours. Finally, he convinces me. We go in, but the two bulbs on the E&S were out on the marquee. Little did I know, but, you know. So that was my first adventure. <laughs> and driving, yeah. yeah to we drove to we drove to Florida and Miami, and then we drove to Key West because my best girlfriend uh, lived in the Navy barracks, and we surprised her. Come and see the. Oh yeah. So yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a two-week honeymoon. So you must see. You know, when you look at life, people now, life, technology, and stuff. What do you, what do you think? I mean, it's, it's got to be. It's beyond us. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's it, quite different. It's quite, it, quite it, different. Yeah. Know? I mean, I have a cell phone, right? And my son laughs at me because I, I don't use it a lot. The only thing I like it for is when I pull in the garage to call Joe up in the house to come and get the packages when I go food shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly, that's what I use it for. Yeah. Or pictures from the grand great grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we like. Yeah, it's good you have it for an emergency. Oh yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, it, yeah. it is good to have. You should have one too. He, he, he doesn't, doesn't want one. Wait, I called you four times from the Parkway today. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You could call me. Yeah. It's good to have in an emergency, God forbid, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. And so you have, yeah, um, Carol and Frankie, you know, they live far away. Does that, does that bother you any or no? You know, yeah, I miss them, and yeah. uh, but I, I, I see them a lot. I talk to them, and thank God they come in a lot, you know, and I see pictures. Right, they send pictures. And we'll be back after the break. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. 
It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you, in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. Were you ever young? You're listening to Parents Are Hard To Raise. Now, thanks to you, the number one elder care talk show on planet Earth. I want to thank our new listeners from Pusan and Seoul, Korea, Tokyo, Japan, Jakarta, Indonesia, Oslo, and Geneva. Thank you so much for listening. So I'm here with my parents, Annette and Joe, and we're talking about, um, you know, just their life and aging. And we as kids, I think we we sometimes, we don't mean to, but we maybe think because you're older we have to protect you or maybe we tend to offend you and treat you like children when we don't mean to. What advice would you give us to that, that how you feel? You worry a lot constantly, but you know that's that's a common thing. But sometimes some of the children do overdo it. I see it. Uh, you know, I belong to a, a senior club in, yeah. in Maywood, and uh, sometimes I overhear some of the girls talking, and they're saying, uh, you know, I, I got to run in and check on my mother, and make sure she closed the. You know, give her a little leeway. Let her, you know. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to constantly. I know I don't want to constantly be told what to do. You know, and I mean, if she's not ill, if she has all her memories and everything, let her go. Let her have her life. But you can, you can certainly go visit her, and you know, or take her to lunch, or uh, listen to her. But you know, give her a little advice, like. Uh, Mom, take those rugs away, hun. You may slip, you right. know. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, be careful when you get in the bathtub. You know, just common things, but don't pressure her. Yeah. Because I know we want to feel, you know, we want to feel as individuals yet, up until we can't. Right. So if they're able to walk around and if they're able to shop and they're able to, don't just be so protective and keep calling them. Where were you? Um, what time are you coming back? Or, you know, uh, I think this would make life easier. So, um, I mean, I know you love them and uh, we know you love us, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know <clears throat> um, it's, it's, it, I'm sure that's life, but, you know, you got to stop and think, think when you get old, do you want this? You know what I mean? Right. Um, if, if she just, 
jumps in a car and runs to the store. Where were you? You know, they're very excited about it and calls the other sister or whatever. Um, I mean, many times I don't tell anybody where I'm going. I'll, I'll you know, I just tell Joe or he'll tell me, and then the, the kids will worry. Yeah. yeah. But life is worry, yeah. But you got to give them some leeway. You got to not always be on top of them, you know. Yeah. Um, and and uh, don't force them to move in with you. That's really, really, you know. Yeah. Uh, because you've been living alone and cooking alone, you know, for so many years, and then you know, to to be in somebody else's house is tough. It's tough. But um, and then when you know, I I see it all the time. It's a tough thing, you know, when people have to make that decision, or you know, it's a big decision. It's a big decision, you know, to move to move into a retirement community or to move in with your kids or to yeah. move you know um into a senior citizen into an assisted living yeah. you know we were talking yeah. about a neighbor who did that or yeah. into an into a nursing home you know that's a tough tough decision because you're 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 like in in a hotel you're not you're not it's not homey it's, and it's rough it's rough I, I think of it all the time you guys would you never would have imagined like your grandpa lived to 89 and Mm-hmm. You yeah. never would think about right him going into a nursing no, home. Right? No, no, right? You, he, yeah. You just take no. care of. Well, you find a way where someone's. I mean, uh, my my brother, my oldest brother, um, he was ninety, and his wife had died twenty years prior to that. No children, and I took care of him, but. I was forced to put him in into uh, because I couldn't lift him or anything, you know. And for five years he was in a, a, a nursing home, and uh, he was fine. He was fine, but of course he died at the age of 95. But you know, 90 to 95 in a nursing home, he was okay. Um, I went to see him a lot, brought him food, you know, and uh, he made friends there. And uh, but but. You only have to. You only do it when you have to. Right. You know. Yeah. When you don't have to, if you can live in your own home, right. By all means, do it. And the children should, you know, understand that. That's the that's the goal. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's what all of us want. We want to remain in our own home. We want to remain independent. Yeah. And you guys are doing a great job at it. I mean, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Well, we're we'll trying. I, I, I go shopping like three days, three days a week. I'm in shop, right? And I, he carries the bundles in, you know. And I'm still cooking at at my age. I was going to quit a long time ago, but uh, he likes his Italian food and uh, first dish and second dish. <laughs> and uh, so I'm still cooking, and and I don't mind. I don't mind if he likes it, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, what, what was it yesterday? You said, oh, that was delicious. <laughs> I, I experimented. <laughs> what did I you did? Have? She made me a concoction. <laughs> I made broccoli daub, olive oil, garlic over pasta, oh. and I put some breadcrumbs and parsley on it and cheese, and, oh, he said, that was delicious. So, <laughs> of course, he went back for a second dish. <laughs> so that makes me want to cook. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. And you can tell she does most of the talking, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, well, you're the quieter one, right? And you talk more. You're more outgoing. And and you have friends. Like, you you go, you play cards. You'll go yeah. to the track, right, one mm-hmm. day a yeah. week. And 
right? Yeah. yeah, that's what we do. We have our own day out. Right. Um, Friday's my day out. Don't bother me on Friday. <laughs> I play cards at the senior center. And he, Thursday he goes to the Meadowlands. So we, we enjoy, it, you know. I think it's a different kind of senior center because remember, Grandpa, we wanted to get him to oh, go to the senior center. Was, yeah. And I drove him up there, you know, I think it was at the top of, top of the hill. hill. Right, so it wasn't right. far. And I drove him up there. And of course, first, I drive up the hill. We, we lived on a hill. And there was a lot of traffic going both ways because it was a main street. And he says to me, DNL, because that's what he used to call me. I'm, I get out and stop at the traffic. <laughs> I don't know, Grandpa, you can't do that. Well, nobody's letting you go. <laughs> so I was like, no, you wanted to get out and stand there. So finally I got across and I got him in there and he went in and I'm ready to leave and he comes out again and he says, I'm not going here. Too many old people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we were away and we called him and I said, how did you like the senior center? Yeah. Oh, I know, go no more. Too many older people. <laughs> he was in his 70s. <laughs> and back then, you know, that's but but he lived yeah. to what eighty nine, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. That was so funny. Yeah, he said so. That didn't work. But I think it's a little different now. It's yeah. much more at you know yeah, a lot. They go and, yeah. on trips and yeah, it's yeah. And I think the um, adult day centers. I hate that term, adult daycare. But you know if some of those adult day centers they they have some really nice ones you know yeah, i think it's good for the working uh, children i mean uh, and if the parent can't stay home right um you know if if he's not capable of feeding himself or anything i think those daycare mr mr Iovino went yeah and I, they pick them up and take them home by five o'clock and they spend the day there and 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 they have a nice day you yeah. know and I mean, Ann Edie used to go, and she played bingo, and she loved it. You know? It's good. They're talking to people, socializing, yes, and, they get and it out. makes you feel younger. Yeah, it does, and yeah. it makes you feel like you have a purpose. You exactly, know? exactly. Did you feel after you retired? Did you feel, you know, that? No, we said, oh, good. Now we start our life. Yeah. See. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we work. I never retired. All I do is work around the house. <laughs> oh well, yes, that, that's yeah. right. Yes, yeah, so you went from one job to another, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had that job while I was working. Yeah, that's right. Took care of the house, <laughs> four yeah. cars, and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to have to drive down to my Villanova to fix Frankie's car. Car, yeah. 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 Mine too. <laughs> yeah. Every, every, every other weekend. He yeah, will, that's right. Going. Frankie too, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Well, you had the same car. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mine too at, at, at college. That, yeah. that was a hand-me-up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. It started out from Carol and yeah. it went yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was a good, those were the good days. Yeah, but you have yeah. good days now too. Yeah, oh yeah, we yeah. do. We do. We can't complain. We have good friends and yeah, parties. We got four parties lined up for the month of April. Yeah, see, so you're popular people. Whoopee! <laughs> <laughs> and we, <laughs> and then when you get to see, you know, when your grandkids come and your great grandkids. Yeah. Everybody was here in November, you know, and that was a great time. We we yeah, they surprised you yeah, for your they birthday. Me. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Those kids are. Fun. That was a trip. They keep you young. They do. They 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 are so cute. They're adorable. I love seeing them. And I, that's a, a great thing they have now. They have adult day centers with nursery schools. 
so that they they, they can they can they have yeah. the kids and the, the older people and that works out great yeah so I hope we're gonna have you back I hope you enjoyed yourself and you're gonna I come have. back I have I hope I didn't chew your ear off. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and we ought to give you some water now. You probably dry out. No, I'm fine. I'd love to have you back. I hope you'll be back yeah, and we'll yeah. talk about some other things. So, I hope today's show gave you some insight, was helpful to someone, and there's something you could take away with it. Remember, the best conversations happen at parentsarehardtoraise.org. So I want you to go there right now and leave a question or comment so myself, our team, and the entire Parents Are Hard to Raise worldwide community can support you. Share as much detail as you can because thousands of incredible people come here each week for insight and inspiration. And your story may give someone else exactly what they need to live more fully. One of the things we're all starving for is community and connection, so please join us. If you found something helpful in this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio. And I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with your family and friends. Parents Are Hard to Raise is a CounterSync Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York, under license of Broadcast Music Incorporated. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to reading your comments. I can't wait till we meet up again next week on the next episode of Parents Are Hard to Raise. Till then, question everything. See you again next week.